Welcome to the Property Side Hustle podcast. If you want help starting a property business or you want to find out more about creative property strategies and building your income, then this is the podcast for you. No gimmicks, no gurus, no nonsense. This is the Property Side Hustle podcast. Now, before we get started on today's podcast, I just want to share something with you. Are you looking to maybe increase your income? Maybe you've looked at property courses and they're way too expensive. Well, the good news is we have a solution for you. We don't believe anybody out there should be paying thousands for property education. And now you don't have to. You can learn all sorts of property strategies via our online courses. We even have a one-to-one mentorship program called Property Basecamp, where we can really help you grow your business with real one-to-one mentoring and support that lasts forever. And yes, I did just say forever. Mentorship forever. We're the only property educator in the whole of the UK that will give you lifetime support. And if you want to learn more, you can go and visit our website. It's psnproperty.co.uk. You can check the link in the podcast podcast description as well i'll pop it in there or you can reach out to me on social media just look for my name paul rose i'm on all the platforms everywhere um, but i'll pop a link to my personal facebook page in the podcast description too now it's on with the show now for regular listeners i know I did kind of abandon you, (laughs) Uh, but life did get in the way of the podcast at the end of last year, so apologies for that. Not that that I'm making excuses, well I kind of am, but you know, that's the way it is. Uh, But I, I do have a good excuse, I emigrated overseas in January this year and I've been a little bit busy creating a new home for me and my wife and also flying back and forth a couple of times to see my kids and family and and, uh, attend some things in the UK and some other business commitments as well. But now it's July, nice and sunny in July. Um, I believe it's even sunny in the UK this weekend, which is fantastic. Uh, And I'm ready to jump back into the podcast and give you lots of value, starting today with the number one problem people have when trying to increase their income and start a property-based business. Now, the problem is so common. It's something I come across really regular, uh, speaking with people, mentoring people on our property base camp package, which is our mentoring uh, program. Now, this problem is something I've, I've encountered myself over the years. And without a doubt, it's something you must learn to combat yourself if you are to make a success of your own business. So what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about mindset, and the crazy thing is most people misunderstand what that really involves. Now, it's not just a case of having a positive, can-do attitude. It goes a lot, lot deeper than that. Um, So today, I want to share some some of the biggest lessons that I've learned personally over the years um, in my own businesses and especially in property, so you can benefit from this podcast. Now, I've mentioned before, I struggled a lot um, when I was younger with shyness and I would class myself as an introvert. Um, Social situations could at times be such an effort for me. 
you know, they would zap my energy. I would feel uncomfortable and out of my depth in certain situations. So how did I go from this and feeling that way to running multiple people-focused businesses? How the hell did I ever stand up in a room and give talks and presenta- presentations to complete strangers? You know, just thinking about public speaking and certain so- social situations used to make my palms sweaty and give me palpitations. And I knew, I knew inside it was completely irrational. You know, I know that's stupid. And I hated that I was embarrassed by the whole thing as well. Um, and it was a real part of me that I, that I did I did hate. I really disliked that part of me. And I would always think if I could change just one thing about myself, I would I would totally get shots of the crippling shyness and, and that it, that embarrassment in, in certain social situations. So how the hell did I combat that? How did I combat this and beat it to an extent where I was able to function at a very high level in social situations and then go on to speak publicly and run uh, multiple businesses? Well, I read lots of books around this kind of time in my life. And and I'm not talking about those self-help type books, but I'm talking about business-related books. And part of that is is obviously mindset. Uh, It's kind of touched upon in most business books out there. I'm sure you've you've come across it yourself. Um, I listened to a lot of podcasts, and there was just this realisation that actually this fear that I felt was me deciding to feel that way. It was habit habit that I had since childhood had always been the same you know it was my default setting if you like that in certain situations I'd let these fears overtake me and stop me dead in my tracks and that was just me that like I said you know it's my default setting that was just the way I was that's the way I behaved and somebody said to me once you decide how you feel so let me give you an example imagine you're driving the car you're driving your car along somebody cuts you up at a junction and you immediately start shouting screaming obscenities whilst you're sat in the car on your own you're in the car on your own and you're screaming away at this other driver and that other driver who is blissfully unaware has continued on up the road and you're sat in your car shouting swearing in a complete rage you know i'm sure we've all we can all relate to that as well you know, and a couple of things with that. Just think for a minute how ridiculous and pointless that is. You know, I mean, the other driver, the other driver can't hear you in your car. The other driver is unaware completely, yet you're sat there jabbering away to yourself angrily, raising your own stress levels, most likely leading you, leading you to be less aware of the road and, you know, because you, you're so transfixed on what's just happened. Does that other driver care? No. They've long since gone on with their day. They're, they're, they're way up the road. Does screaming and shouting to yourself actually serve any purpose whatsoever? Of course it doesn't. doesn't. doesn't serve you whatsoever. The point is, you decide how you feel and deal with that situation. You know, you can scream and shout and get all angry about it, or you can just... Count to 10 and move on with your day. You know, and another way of looking at it is, uh, just to give you another analogy, is 
the weather doesn't have the power to make you feel sad or happy, does it? But we often think it does. You know, if you wake up and look out the window tomorrow morning, uh, you can choose to feel happy. It's warm and sunny, or you can be negative about that as well. The point is you decide how to feel when presented with any situation around you. You know, a rainy day doesn't mean instantly you will feel depressed and sad. To some people, rain could be a blessing, as it's not rain for weeks in your garden and the flowers need the rain. Or you've had enough of the hot weather and you're, you're desperate for some rain, um, which is a common problem I have at the moment, you know, living overseas. Um, you know, why am I talking about this? For me, the biggest life lesson I learned was I decide how I feel. You know, I say it to my kids all the time, especially when they say, oh, dad, I'm stressed. This has happened at work. That's happened. And I always say, can you change the situation to fix the issue? Can you change it? Or can you learn to live with it or accept it? You know, you either fix what is bothering you by finding a solution, a fix, or if that's not possible and you, and you can't fix it at all, you're, you can't control that. If that's not possible, you learn to live with it and move on with your day. Now, stressing about it will never change the situation, no matter what your problems are. Thinking about them and thinking, what if this happens or what if that happens actually just drives you crazy. It's really not useful at all to you. You know, I, I, have, uh, I have mentorship calls all, all the time with people on our property base camp. You know, and a lot of it does revolve around mindset. It's not the, the learning of the, the creative property strategies. You know, I always say to people, look, anybody can learn how to do it. Anybody can learn how to do a rent-to-rent. Anybody can learn how to do a flip, a BRR deal. It's a process. You can learn a process. Anybody can do that. Where people fall down is it's in their own mindset. They overcomplicate things. They worry about things they don't need to worry about. You know, and, and, and a lot of, the, a lot of uh, what I do is helping people kind of find that focus and, and putting them on the, the right tracks and putting them in, heading in the right direction. Um, so, you know, I, I just thought this would be a good topic to kind of come back with as a podcast episode. So bringing all that back to property and business, um, most people really struggle with, with doing new things outside their comfort zones. So if you're not from a property background, but you start a property business, you, you, there's no doubt you're going to feel uncomfortable in certain situations. You may not have networked before. You may not have you know, spoken to people about property before. So it feels odd. It feels weird. It doesn't, it doesn't feel comfortable to you. You know, and if you can approach situations you're worried about with that thought that you decide how you feel, it's really quite powerful. You know, it's, a, it's really odd, isn't it, how some days you will feel more confident than other days. You know, you just get out of bed in the morning and you, you just have a good day and you, and you feel confident, you feel good. And other days, you're doing tasks that, that you know, and it's, it's just nothing's really going for you and that confidence isn't there. Um, and and it's, it's entirely down to you what's happening inside of your head. You know, when these negative feelings come, come, to, the, come to the front, you can decide how you feel. Be aware about those, of those feelings. 
Because ultimately, when you start thinking negatively, you can stop that happening. You can stop yourself. You know, it takes practice. You might be listening to this thinking, what is he talking about? But trust me, it works. It takes practice, but, you know, you can get there. But when those awkward negative feelings or that fear of doing something new, you actually realize those fears were, you know, they're going to hold you back. And it's you that creates that. You're holding yourself back by letting fear overtake you. So take ownership of your own feelings and how you feel and how you react. And don't blame the situation on other people around you or, you know, other things. You are responsible for your own feelings. And a while ago, um, Stephen Bartlett, who's uh, I know lots of people listen to his podcast, The Diary of a CEO. If you don't already, go and listen to it. It is it's the best podcast out there um, where he interviews you know, business people, uh, sports people, athletes, uh, professionals, uh, other CEOs. Um, and it's really, really interesting to get their take on how they grow, grew their businesses, even if it's not, you know, most of it isn't property related, but you can take a lot away from it. Um, so, yeah, go and check that podcast out. But anyway, back to the point I was trying to make. But, yeah, Stephen Bartlett um, on his po- podcast recently spoke about a post, a social media post he put out there, and he said something like, you are responsible for you and your feelings. And he got loads of hate because people like to blame anybody but themselves. People are just not comfortable taking ownership of their own negative traits and habits. Now, I know, you know, hold my hands in the air. I am 100% an introvert by nature. I am shy and reserved. It's my default setting since childhood. But I now know that I can be an extrovert if I want to be. I can stand up in a room full of people and talk. I can speak to thousands of people at an expo event. You know, people I've never met. That's insane to think that I can do that. Years ago, the mere thought of that, I was, that's impossible. That can't happen. That's not me. I can't do that. Th- that's how I would have reacted to that. You know, but I've done that. And it, and it, it's absolutely crazy, and it's only me getting a grip of my own behaviours and realising that actually, no, I'm not going to feel that way in this situation. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to come out the other side. You know, and the best thing is, talking of that, these scary things actually aren't so scary at all. You know, the, 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 you build these things up in your mind. You know, we've all done it before. You build, you build something up in your mind. You dread it, you dread it, you dread it. It happens, and then you think, well, actually, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought. And it's, it's, it's very, very common. You know, it's very, yeah, I can totally relate to that. You know, and in property, I, I come across people who are low on confidence, and it's often because they are doing something new. That's all it is. They're normally confident people, maybe, in their, in their day-to-day life. But because they're put into a different kind of world, they're unsure, they don't feel ready, they get what's called imposter syndrome and feel they shouldn't be doing what they are doing. You know, wh- why am I doing this? This isn't me. Well, it is you. You can do whatever you like. Um, but people look for excuses to avoid certain situations, like the big one is networking. I speak to a lot of people who really struggle with networking. They've never done it. They're scared of doing it. 
Um, you know, and have all these worries that revolved around networking, what to say, saying the wrong thing, how to present themselves, what not to say, they don't want to feel like a fool, don't want to come across as an idiot. You know, all, all this stuff is natural, but there's a way of dealing with it. Um, another one is picking up the phone and speaking to people, you know, um, like reaching out to strangers who could really could be of use to them in, in, in their business and engaging in conversations you know, they avoid all these things that will 100% drive their business forwards. They put the brakes on and make excuses so they feel better. You know, I haven't had time to do X task is the biggest excuse of all time. It's so easy to say, oh, yeah, I haven't had time this month. Oh, I haven't had time to do that. The bottom line is you can change those bad habits and beat all those awkward feelings. Now that's all for today's podcast episode on mindset and just a little bit of a window into how you can deal with it. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe or follow us so you don't miss out on future episodes. And just a quick reminder, go visit our website to find out what we can offer you. We have all sorts of free goodies like deal calculators, free training workshops, So check out psnproperty.co.uk. I'll be back very soon, but until then, stay safe, take it easy.